0: Talking Schmidt. I'm your host, Eric Schmidt, And I am Greg Burmeister. How are you today, Greg? Oh, I'm doing well. Doing well. Do you Just, want to ask me how I'm doing? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, well, Especially because we have a great guest today. I'm very excited. Comedian Matt Koff from uh, The Onion, from The Daily Show, from Adam Devine's House Party. Matt, thank you so much for being here. Of course, guys. Thank you for having me. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well, you know. Uh, a crisp autumn... Greenpoint
0: day. It's perfect. You can't ask for anything better than no, this. No, it's great. Every you were going to run here today.
1: I was going to run here. I'm, I'm doing the training for the marathon, New York City Marathon. And, uh,
0: but what did you do instead of running here? I drove here today. Yeah, that's not helping. <laughs> that's like almost the yeah, opposite. Yeah, not, not even a bicycle. They're yeah, not going to uh, let you do that on the course, I can assure you. Oh, that. they're not? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. If that's what you think's going on, man. Oh, I, yeah.
1: I got to look into those New York Roadrunner rules, you know. I'm just like, no cars. I, what do I get myself into here please so what's your you you ran
0: yesterday instead right
1: uh i did yeah i ran uh, 13 miles yesterday that's half
0: of the marathon right
1: yeah yeah half half the marathon
0: uh, what's your what's your route like when you're practicing
1: oh i, I go all over um yesterday it was just running to for i mean i live in west Harlem. And I ran all the way down to uh, Prospect Park. Like, okay. Oh wow. wow! Wow, that's quite a truck. <laughs> yeah, it was, was kind of nuts. Yeah, yeah. I would just go all the way down the Hudson River West Side mm-hmm. Path, and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's been a lot of running.
0: Have you run <laughs> Have you run a marathon before?
1: I've done half marathons, but this is the first marathon.
0: And this is the first New York City yeah marathon, yeah. obviously. You're, yeah, you're yeah. So, yeah. what's your? When did you start? Uh, I guess did you? You must have started training for it before you got accepted, right? Or do you did you um, wait till you knew you because like there's like an application process right? To,
1: there to, is an application. It's like uh, well, there's different ways to get in. There's like charity you can do, and I'm like I'm not gonna fucking do that, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, fuck Ukraine, right? Come yeah, on, Ukraine, these sick
1: kids. I'm like, oh, seriously, I round up at CVS. What else do they want? Uh, but no, I just uh, no. There's a, a way like they call it nine plus one. So you run nine qualifications. Qualifying New York Roadrunner races, and then you volunteer once. Okay. And so I did that. So I volunteered at last year's marathon, like handing out, you know, whatever gear or whatever. Um, and then I got in that way. So then I qualified officially as of the beginning of this year. And I've been training for maybe like five, six months. Okay, you know, cool. But I like was running a lot leading up to it because I was like... Uh, you know, it gave me an arc for this year. I'm like, okay, this is kind of what I'm going to be doing this year is getting ready for that.
0: Were you, uh, before getting into this, were you into running at all before?
1: Or? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I mean, before the pandemic, I did uh, a Las Vegas, uh, rock and roll Las Vegas marathon. It was like late 2019. And that was kind of weird to like be in Vegas, you know, like in running garb because like I was staying at this hotel that had like a casino in it and i was just like i got up i remember like the day of the marathon i'm like in running shorts and i'm looking at this this couple who'd been up all night at the slot machine and <laughs> <laughs> they just look like <laughs> destroyed <laughs> destroyed <laughs> and i'm just like we are in different places in our lives right now i, I felt very out of place doing something good for myself yeah and uh in Las Vegas, what do you
0: yeah. do? What do you do uh, besides? Is, do you just run to prepare for running, or do you do? You, are you like lifting weights as well, or anything like um, that?
1: Yeah, yeah, you do like some strength training, just to, I guess for injury prevention stuff. I'm kind of slacking on that though, because uh, it's just again a lot of running. <laughs> I was like, I guess I knew people who trained for like the, the marathon. I'm like, oh, that seems like interesting, and then I'm like, oh wait, this is like many hours a week. I'm like running, and I, I feel like very dumb being like, Wow, you have to run a lot to prepare for a marathon. But it's like in practice, you're like, Wow, this is a commitment.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's those people every year that do like a gimmick, you know, like they run like backwards or they run in like a costume or something. You're not planning to do anything like that, right? Oh, no, not God, doing I, no. a bit. This isn't a bit, is yeah, it? Yeah, no, I, my, my
1: bit is, Hey, I'm alive when, when I finish the marathon. Isn't that crazy? Uh, no, yeah, I, I did some training run and there was like a guy in his maybe 70s and he was like juggling the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I'm like, good, good for you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really know what this is accomplishing. I mean, it's distracting me from the monotony, which is good. And I'm like. Yeah, I'm I'm the juggling runner. Everybody in New York has to have a brand of some kind.
0: <laughs> yeah, this guy's <laughs> is know? juggling. Yeah, spreading yeah. juggling awareness. Yeah, exactly.
1: After this, I'm going to be on the Juggling Runners podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, so I, let's
1: make this quick. You know, um, yeah, no, it's yeah. There's no bid. I don't yeah. know. Well, good yeah, luck. Yeah.
0: What, what, what if you had to predict what you think your time is going to be? Uh, I don't know. Not what's like a good. Not, what's not a good regular good. person's time?
1: Oh, well, a regular person. I mean... Do uh, you consider
0: yourself a regular person, or do you consider <laughs> yeah. yourself a champion runner?
1: <laughs> uh, I guess If you're off. just
0: joining us, champion runner Matt Kopp on the <laughs> good, podcast today. Good Lord, what have I gotten myself into?
1: No, I mean, I think, uh, you know, like, I, the standard, like, I feel like big goal is, like, for, like, somebody who's, like, good at marathons, I think is, like, under four hours. Okay, yeah, yeah, and for somebody right. who's, like, me, like, trying it for the first time, you know, people are just like, just finish, and that's fine. Uh, my goal is, I, I mean, I, I hope I can do, like, a five-and-a-half-hour marathon. Okay. Six-and-a-half-hour, you're, like, racing with the sweet uh, the street sweeper.
0: Right, right. You, know? yeah, and you don't want just, to last. Yeah. I don't
1: want to be behind the street sweeper. Right. You know, I hate the
0: street sweeper. Or the people know? just walking.
1: The people just, yeah, I know. Like, that actually was me in high school. I was not athletic at all, and, like... You know, we had to do the presidential fitness test where mm-hmm. you just have to run one mile. Right. And yeah. I was like, I couldn't like do it all the way through without stopping. I was yeah. just that kid.
0: I'd like to see either of our past two presidents complete that, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think, I think they stopped it because they're like,
1: we're just yeah, being These guys can't even do
0: it. So, no. Yeah, I'm like, what are we expecting
1: these little fat kids to do it for? Uh, yeah, no, but I remember that I was like always the back of the pack, and I was always kind of competing with uh, this kid, Rio, who just walked. He was just walking. (laughs) He didn't didn't, even start out. He didn't participate. (laughs) He was just, I'm not going to try. He was extremely comfortable with himself for being like, I don't know, Elementary school, and I'm like trying, and I'm still just racing with Rio. I'm, try- I'm giving a hundred and ten percent. He's protesting silently by walking. I'm <laughs> walking past you. Yeah, he's- no, I know. I'm just like there should be a bigger difference right now between me
0: and the kid protesting. I know. The- I'm
1: like, I'm, I'm on board, guys. I'm working with you.
0: So um, what? Uh, so you ran yesterday, right? Uh, now after that that seems like a pretty rigorous thing to do is do you, are you able to, were you able to like do anything else last night or was that it um yeah no it was during the day and then I just I hung out
1: with a friend who was in, from LA I ate a bagel and oh yeah.
0: okay you're able to do some normal things then yeah that was yeah good. I,
1: my <laughs> wife has noticed that I'm in a horrible mood usually after.
0: Really? It's, is, I thought it's supposed to, like... Yeah, get, endorphins. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to, like, make you feel better, right?
1: You know, it's interesting. I think to a certain point <laughs> it does, but I, I think that just, like, you know, it, it messes with your, like, blood sugar levels, I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm not That doing makes you cranky. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, A for little sure.
1: bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird, but it could be that I'm not eating enough before or whatever, but I'm like, oh, wow, this is... <laughs> yeah I'm a bit uh, or I'm you're like I itch. just wasted three hours yeah, yeah. Been, there, there's plenty of I could time I have been eating around. bagels I know I'm just like eating bagels with my wife and cat and uh, yeah no I mean there's been plenty of times when I'm like out running training in the rain and my wife my wife is just like why are you doing this I don't understand people either people get it or they're just like I why would you ever run
0: 26.2 miles yeah it seems very bad for the body but oh you know, yeah we, no,
1: it's probably a horrible idea yeah like the
0: knees, like for a while I remember I, I had friends that were in track and field in high school and they were always like, it's really great for you, man, you should do it, you should try running. Yeah. And then now they're like, i got to get my knees replaced. And I'm like, well, guess <laughs> oh who doesn't God. have to get their fucking knees <laughs> yeah. replaced? Yeah, exactly, yeah. A guy who casually plays basketball, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. That's um, awesome. Yeah, man. so, uh, but anyway, it's so confident. yesterday, uh, uh, I just wanted to tell you this quick story, and maybe you have something to add, uh, a, a personal experience of yours. I went to a birthday party yesterday, mm. and um, it, was, uh, it was at a place called... The Glass House. Have you heard about this? No. It's like an archi- It's like a famous architect. I forget the fella's name, but it doesn't matter. Frank uh, Lloyd Wright. No, no, it wasn't uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Uh Geary. It, No, 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 no. Yeah. It was. Uh, well, he's like dead. The guy, oh. Philip, uh, Philip, uh, something, Philip something. Glass. Philip
1: Glass. No, it's not. <laughs> <Philip>. <laughs> <laughs> known for the glass house.
0: <laughs> Famously known. Yeah. So we go to this house, and it's really like interesting, and uh, that's what the girl whose birthday it was wanted to do. She wanted a bunch of friends to go take like a tour of this architecture, an architecture tour, you know, of this house. So we do it, and then we have a lovely dinner afterward. Everything was great. Got home. I was like, you know, that was interesting. Let me look up more about this person and this house. And uh, just some light wikipedia revealed nazi guy was a nazi really? wow. i was like what the fuck <laughs> Why wow. Supporting. Supporting jewish and uh-huh. she
1: took <laughs> us to like a nazi house did uh-huh. she know that he
0: was I, a... I mean i haven't asked her yet i have been like nah. hey what the fuck <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on what's going on with you in yeah. this nazi house <laughs> yeah.
0: so yeah. anyway have, have you ever been to a nazi house by accident on a birthday party or anything <laughs> no, like that? I, when i go to a nazi house that's the plan i'm like i'm
1: going to a glass nazi house (laughs)
0: Well, anyway, it's a neat house, but uh, I can't possibly recommend people go to it now knowing what I know. Not a full supporter. Um, Yeah, You, You
1: have to imagine, like, somebody is... How is somebody not thrown a stone <laughs> <Literally> um, <something. laughs> at, at this glass house.
0: You're... We're, g- we're going to get it torn down now. We're spreading awareness, Nazi yeah, awareness. Seems too
1: too easy too to easy. vandalize. Yeah, you yeah, can no, easily I mess know. that house up. I, if I were a Nazi, I was building a house, I'd use brick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. just, I don't know. Why not?
0: Um... Any yeah. unusual birthday parties, though, that you've ever attended or had? Have you ever had an, an unusual birthday party? One time
1: I had a junk food party. That was oh. a horrible idea. Like, yeah, that was, was last year. That was last year. <laughs> yeah, all right. Now I'm doing a yeah. marathon. <laughs> um, usually I think I'm the unusual part of any birthday party, <laughs> honestly. I Well, my wife and I, we went to, um, you know, my friend's uh, birthday party, and it was we were just kind of like, we were rusty socially from covid and we're just like, I hope we remember how to interact. And mm-hmm. my friend, you know, she's she's Palestinian, and you know, we go up there to a rooftop, and she's she has this beautiful scarf uh, on her head. We we say hello, we hug them, and I want to compliment the scarf, so I say, "Wow, that's beautiful headgear." <laughs> and I'm like, uh, as soon as I say it, I'm like. You- that's <laughs> not what that That's is. That's definitely not the term. I, I mean, I guess I should have said scarf, but a yeah, uh, right. beautiful head skirt. But I, I said headgear and then spent the rest of the party just hating myself. <laughs> My wife's looking at me like headgear? I'm like, I don't that know. That
0: is a fear though that I feel I mean I definitely had it too once we started like going out to more normal socializing things after the pandemic. It was like, mm. Do I have I remembered how to do this right? Yeah, and exactly. I think I still like even I think even yesterday at the party, I was like Am I talking the right amount? I don't yeah, know what's going yeah, on. I mean, How does
1: this work? <laughs> All right, no, that, really? they just finished yeah. talking.
0: I think now is my turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking now. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but it was up in uh, it was up in New Canaan. Have you been to New Canaan, Connecticut?
1: No, I haven't.
0: So that's near... You grew up in uh, Westchester, right? I, I do, I don't think yeah. it's very far from there.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I've been there. It's a nice place, though, other than, D- the, other than Nazi the Nazi house? Other than the Nazi house. Yeah, it seemed like a
0: fine community. but yeah. uh, yeah, I hear about tra-
1: a lot of Nazis in Connecticut. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean... Are there? Yeah, Is there like a, a big Nazi it's, I'm not thinking of? It's kind, well, it's
0: just kind of like a frat boy state, you know? and that's, that they they, uh, they end up accidentally dabbling in that kind of thing, usually. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And also,
1: New England clam chowder, white. Yeah, totally white, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that. Um, so uh, Matt, I wanted to get to this real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Switching gears a little bit here, uh, I listened uh, to another podcast you were on, and you uh, you said you grew up with a pessimistic suburban mindset. Oh yeah. Uh, can yeah, you yeah. explain what that what you meant by that? Because I, I related to it a lot. Because I'm also from a suburb, of Florida. But like there, I yeah. Anyway, yeah. explain what you meant by that.
1: I guess I just kind of thought. And I, I don't know. Maybe all my friends were depressed. I mean, they were. <laughs> I just kind of, I've noticed a tendency to gravitate towards depressive friends, okay. depressed friends. And I guess, you know, being a comedian has kind of continued that trend. For honestly. sure. Yeah. And uh, I guess I just had this feeling that, like, I mean, I had dreams of doing comedy and maybe, you know, writing for a TV show. And I. Uh, I just kind of had a feeling I'm like, oh, I don't think it's going to work out. I mean and yeah. um I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine and I was like, I think I would like to move to the city after college and just do that whole thing and he's like, yeah, you could, but it's probably not going to work
0: out. Yeah, yeah, but you but you lived a lot closer to the city though, which is, you know, I didn't have that advantage <laughs> like growing up in yeah. cuz like Westchester is just like it's the closest suburb to New York City, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a 30-minute Metro North ride.
0: Right, right, right. So, like, growing up in Florida, I had no, like, there was really no, we we weren't close to New York at all. There was no, like, oh, we're far from L.A., too. There was no, like, real showbiz that you knew anyone who worked in, you know? So, like, it was even more of a, like... Dream, I guess, you know, right exactly. Yeah, yeah but like, that's... but you, but you even were feeling dejected right here at the one yard line.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> know. I'm just like, oh, it's so close yet so far. Yeah. And, and I do have a lot of friends, you know, who just still live at home.
0: Yeah, did uh, you, but did, did any of them, I mean, living that club? I mean, I had bosses that worked in TV that lived live in Westchester. so Right, I you know, you, you're did, sort
1: of in the city. It's a suburb, you know? Yes, there, yeah, 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 The urban is in the word suburban, I'm, yeah. Uh,
0: after, or in college, you started doing improv and uh, sketch? Yeah, or Did you yeah. start in high school at all? Or?
1: No, no, it was just like, yeah, towards the end of college, I was like, what, what do I do with myself? And I took a... Uh, Improv class at UCB. Okay. Uh, improv class. They had one at, at uh, college I went to, uh, New Paltz. They uh, had classes
0: at your college. They UCB had did? like one
1: like kind of dramatic uh, acting improv class, and uh, but yeah, I I, I, re- I feel like things really started when I took a sketch writing class at
0: UCB. At the real U C B.
1: At the actual U C B. Yeah, like down in the city.
0: But you had you had like a sketch uh, comedy like Troop in college, right? Yeah, what were they, I started. What were they called You started it. What were they called?
1: We're called the Accident Crew. Accident Crew. Named mm. after me having a Big car accident with. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Would to, you care to? Would yeah, you care to get into that a little bit? Yeah, we we're going to the Bronx Zoo. Uh, hmm. I picked up a bunch of. That's friends. how close you live to the city again. Again, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Are we ever going to make it to the Bronx Zoo?" I am pessimistic about it. Um, yeah, and I don't know. We were. Yeah, we were going in the Bronx, and we went in this underpass, and there was this sharp turn that I, re- I... Usually when you go on, in a tunnel, you think it's going to go straight. Right. But this one's kind of like, gotcha! And <laughs> we, it was just like, we just kind of like hit the wall and kind of like ping-ponged back, like, you know, it was just a horrible accident. Oh, man. And my, my friend Tim, like, he I think he got his pinky hurt, oh, and I feel ooh. like he was... His parents were like trying to convince him to sue me or something. Oh, no. Oh, my. <laughs> <And> instead, we... <laughs> Started a sketch comedy group, and uh, <laughs> which was the bigger punishment for Tim? I don't know.
0: Um, and you guys were pretty popular, though, right? Like you. Had I guess
1: a- I mean, and you know, among you know campus, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, not not internationally or
0: anything, right?
1: But uh, yeah, no, I mean, we had one big show at the end of the semester, and people came out, and it was fun.
0: Was that your senior year? Yeah, senior okay. year. And yeah. what did you what did you what did you major in in, in school? Majored
1: in English. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. cool.
0: Lends itself to. Right. What you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you moved to New York in 2006. You graduated college? Did graduate college, yeah.
1: Moved to New York. You're allowed to
0: lie about that, by the way, in case there are people out there who who don't Uh, know that you, maybe you didn't, but you did.
1: Oh, I'm allowed to lie about it. So so I did. So should I lie and say I didn't?
0: No, no, no. Oh. We've, had, we've had people come on and, and, and oh. be like, I've been like, you graduated college? And they're like, yep. And then afterward, they're like, I didn't. I just, no one knows Actually, that. And yeah. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I will say that I don't know where my diploma uh, diploma is or my well, degree. We won't ask you to prove
0: it. We'll take uh, your word for it. But yeah, I'm just saying, no, we've was... had people lie to us before. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs>
1: Now, this reminds me when I worked at the Apple store, and they're like, (laughs) uh, a a pair of Bang & Olufsen headphones went missing. This was, like, after I graduated. And they're like, we're not saying you took them, but did you take them? And... (laughs) And I didn't, and I was like, no, but then I'm like, I felt like I had no way to prove that I didn't, and then I started to, like, think about it after and be like, maybe I did take them, and I just, <laughs> I just am black I, out. am like... I lying to myself? And I, You know what,
0: actually, can you guys check the tapes? Because uh, I don't know. I, I, I you don't have tapes, right? Me. Like, just yeah. can you just look? Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't. So you but, moved to New York in 2006, right after you graduated college, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh,
1: no, no, I lived at home for a bit, yeah, and uh, luckily I, I made it out, and, you know, got a did job. Did you start doing
0: the UCB classes at UCB while you were still living at home, or had you moved to the city when you started taking them?
1: I I actually did uh, because my college was, you know, just like two hours north of the city. I started taking UCB classes like in college. Did we say the name of your
0: college by the Where would you go?
1: Yeah, SUNY New Pulse. SUNY New Pulse. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I I started uh, when I I moved home, I started working uh, with Armando Diaz, who now has like the Magnet Theater. Mm -hmm. So I was sort of like, I don't know, UCB, even back then, seemed a bit, like, impenetrable, and so I I went with something that seemed like a little bit more open to, yeah.
0: to people. Which classes did you start with? You just did sketch at UCB, or did you do improv as well?
1: Um, I mainly did improv with Armando, and, yeah, yeah I did a couple sketch writing classes at UCB, like, with Michael Delaney and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Donna Fe- Fineglass. Did uh, you end up
0: going, like, all the way through level 400, and then...
1: Uh, At Magnet Theater, but not at UCB. Yeah, I didn't really. I only did like sketch stuff at UCB.
0: Were there any instructors that you really really liked at UCB? Or
1: Um, I thought Donna Feinglass was great. She was super encouraging. She she was on this team that was big back then called Respecto Montaban. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it was like I think she was. Yeah, Paul
0: Shear was on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, But that was originally your intent, right? To do sketch comedy.
1: Yeah, I always wanted to do sketch because I just... My first comedy love was, like, Kids in the Hall. Mm -hmm. I mean, the original one was, like... My babysitter showed me Saturday Night Live, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. You know, I think I saw, like, the Christopher Walken episode first. Uh, He did this thing about, like, the Continental, where he was basically Uh seducing the (laughs) camera. You're (laughs) like, probably wouldn't be okay now. Uh, It was a little little dicey. But uh, I was like, wow, this is... Crazy.
0: Monty Python as well. Monty Python. I I just, uh,
1: you know, I just always thought, you know, talking about like suburban pessimism, I always thought that I would have to, as an adult, just work at some boring job somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, whoa, people, adults can. Be an idiot for a living and get yeah. paid and be celebrated. And I was like, I guess I want to do that. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't look hard at all. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah. no, is it like yeah. that's the crazy part is like, I, uh, you know, I didn't major in TV or film in school because I thought it was like an unrealistic thing right. to major in. But then I moved here and it's like, you can just get those fucking jobs. Also, if I could offer any advice to any kids coming out of high school, it would be to just not even go to college, you know, just go to, move to LA or New York, get a job as a PA yeah. and just start like networking with other artists. Yeah. That's that's how you that's how you get started in, in showbiz. You know? yeah, and it's I like surprising it. if an, if a if a dummy like me from the middle of Florida can do that. <laughs> by God anybody can. Um, but you started you started stand up uh, a few years later, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I was in and out of a lot of sketch groups and eventually I was like, I feel like I could get more comedy reps in if mm-hmm. I just start going out every night hitting the open mics and yeah, you know, I I think I was read something with like Morgan Murphy. She was saying yeah. like it's a great way to like just test out your jokes, like your jokes alone, and also showcase your showcase yourself as a writer, which is was my ultimate goal.
0: What were some of your first like open mics like that you, when you started up? Uh,
1: well, I feel like anytime you start doing open mics in the city, which is you know where I started with stand up. It takes a year to even know which mics to do, Mm -hmm. which aren't, like, a total waste of time, and, you know, which ones actually are supportive. And I remember doing a a few sad ones.
0: Oh, man, yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Specifically, I mean, those are a lot of them. I mean, a few sad. What am I talking about? The majority are, but... I remember doing one in Laugh Lounge in the East Village, and, and Chris DiStefano was, like, the host of Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, every time I see Chris on TV, I'm like, oh,
0: yeah. The laugh, he has such the humble la- origins.
1: No, he really does. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I was like, I think this guy is funny, but it's so hard to tell because nobody's in the fucking room, you know? <laughs> I, so it's it's, it's it's funny. It's like you could be the funniest guy in the world, which he's, he's one of them, you know? Yeah. And you're like... I don't know if this is funny because there's no laughter happening. Right, I'm quietly amused by this man, and
0: I I wish him the best. What he's uh, saying
1: is funny. I know. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's weird. Any uh, other
0: names we would recognize from your first like when there's only four people in the room with you? Those uh, those open mics.
1: (laughs) I feel like that was the biggest one, but I mean, when did you start? Ten.
0: I, uh, 2010, right? I started, yeah,
1: 2010, 2011. Yeah. Did yeah. you
0: prefer the uh, Manhattan mics or the Brooklyn mics?
1: Oh yeah, the Brooklyn ones definitely, because yeah. you know it had a little bit more, more offbeat sensibility. You know? Yeah, I remember seeing like Eric Bergstrom around. He's yeah, somebody uh, that I. Uh, yeah, I mean, I became friends with Emmy Blotnick around that time, too, okay. you know.
0: I think we saw you on, uh, I think, me and Ian Hunt, who uh, we, we we produced uh, right. good for you together for, for almost a decade. What a great uh, show. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much. We saw you on, I think, oh, man, it was the one at UCB East. It was uh, If You Build It. Right. And so we saw you, I swear, it was Robert Dean, I think, hosted, mm-hmm. and you were on it and DeVito and then an Adam Newman, and I think that was like just who we were like all right that's enough research we're just booking right. them for good so like the oh, first yeah. few good for yous were just like you guys in a oh, rotation that's so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this so someone has established as yourself as, as establishes of a comedian I know some established comedians uh still do like open mics including some of the like sad ones do you still sure. do you still go do open mics or are you uh, are you you know you don't need to do that anymore
1: well, I—that's debatable whether I need to or not. I,
0: I wasn't going to weigh in on that part. Yeah, I—I
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I guess now, like bar shows are my open mics. Yeah. you know, I—I've I, had to be just more selective, just like um, in the interest of time. So, yeah. uh
0: you And know. you've had twelve years' experience, you know, yeah, so like, you yeah. you, know, you should know whether something is going to at least. Get the get the laughs at this point, right? Yeah, like what I do is yeah, it's or it's certainly... formatted. You got the format down.
1: Yeah, I have a sense of my voice. I have the sense of the format. What what I do is I will like call like my friend Megan or you know I have like a few friends where I'm like, is this funny? And you know that's like my open mic. I'm okay. like you, I'm like you don't have to leave your house to open mic. <laughs> you, know, you really I don't. Text? No, you can text. And I do that and I do that all the time. I'm like, is this funny? Is this funny? You know, I do that with my friends. And I mean, obviously, you know, I work. You know, at the yeah. Daily Show, which is there's a lot of funny people there, and you could just walk into somebody's office and be like, "What do you think of this?" So, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to, you know, if you use it as a verb, open mic. Yeah, you know, right. Just always mic. be miking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Except
1: <laughs> with my wife. My wife's like, "You need to
0: stop yeah, with this." You no know. bits, no bits at dinner. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, did you do you did a sketch show called Saturday Night Rewritten? Was that right. before or after you started doing stand up?
1: That was that was quite some time before. That was okay. like two thousand four, and that was around the time I was doing like sketch and improv.
0: Gotcha. Um, you got? Did you get banned from UCB for doing that?
1: <laughs> I I think there was some blow up between uh, the guy Eric Marsac, who shit talked SNL, and there was some blow up between him and Matt Besser because
0: Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler was yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: on it. So. I think I was just kind of caught up in this thing where I hadn't talked shit about anyone. Right. But maybe for a certain time, I was technically banned from UCB theater and whatever. But I'm like, also, nobody knows who the fuck I am. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I'm going to go to see a show there tonight. Is anyone going to like, I'm like, come up and nap. stab you? Yeah, <laughs> stab me or anything. Or
0: Have you submitted an SNL packet before? I
1: don't think I ever have. okay. Yeah. Oddly enough. Well, I guess you'll
0: because... find out then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Can't
0: like... believe you'd even apply, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I totally would have gotten the job. Uh, People
1: don't forget.
0: Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Matt Besser. Uh, yeah. So I guess that was around the time when you first moved to the city and you were like, you, you, you said there was a period where you were on unemployment for a little bit. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that was like the best time for you as far as producing your own uh, comedy. And like, I can right. speak from experience with that. That is... Just like one of the greatest gifts to any artist Amazing. is being given yeah. given money for free by the government. And you get, you get a lot of creativity. To, I mean, ideally. I mean, I'm sure there are some people who are like, I'm going to do it. And then they just don't. But like, right. yeah, you were able yeah. to pump out. Was that around that time, I guess?
1: It was a little bit later. It was like two thousand eight. Yeah, it was the economic downturn. You oh, late. Oh, yeah. As yeah. I like to I like to call it very formally, yes. uh, the yes, economic downturn. <laughs> and I, I found myself kind of being slowly laid off by the company. I was just getting less and less work, and I was like, I guess. Was I Was that the proofreading company? Proofreading I, thing. Yeah. yeah, it was a sad company still around. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Yeah, so I just kind of started... I was like, can I collect unemployment? And they're like, yeah, sure, we don't care. And so (laughs) I filed for unemployment. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. (laughs) And that was around the time where I kind of dipped my toe into, like, starting writing stand-up. And it took me a few years to even work up the courage to, like, go from sketch, which is what I was doing, to to stand-up. But, yeah, I I think I submitted to the, The Onion and started, you know, contributing for The Onion there. But...
0: And yeah. it was sports, right? They stuck you in the sports department at the Onion.
1: It was well, it was both. First was Onion News Network. It was just oh, like that was the video network,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, I was
1: only ever contributing for like the Onion News Network, like the video stuff. So yeah, started with like the web videos, Onion News Network, and then when they got that TV show, Onion Sports Dome, mm-hmm. started. I guess that was technically my first like writing for TV thing. So cool. started
0: How did that come about? Like, what what led you there? I guess was did you know somebody? Like, what how did it? Yeah.
1: It's funny, it just, I cannot, it's, people don't really even believe me, but I'm like, I went on the website, and it was like, in the internship section, there was like, a submission email for like, oh, do you want to submit to the Onion freelance ideas? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I want to
0: do that. Wow. Sure. That's great. Yeah, is that I, still there? I, yeah. I, it's still might as well <laughs> check. But I, was, yeah, like, I, I I'm like, is this some sort of
1: trick? Or, you know, like, it's like when you you tell your parents you're trying to make in comedy. Like, well, hey, you go on the SNL website and see if they're hiring? You're like, you moron. But I guess maybe there's something to that. Just, I mean, the only thing is that it was, like, under the internship section. So if you actually wanted to get paid, yeah, like, why would you do that? But, yeah. s- somehow, but they did pay you.
0: Right, I mean they pay. Yeah, on yeah, the stuff. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: technically, I got paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I will say.
0: <laughs> did you? Did you have to? Did you like go in to work there, or, or was this, this was all just remote? You no, was all, it was all remote. The entire like, time you worked for the Onion.
1: Yeah. No, wow. I never. Yeah, I was. I was a contributor. I was never like a staff writer. Oh, But okay. yeah, I mean, I. Uh, yeah, basically, you would submit like twenty ideas a week, and sometimes they would get like turned into like a video. Cool. Um, yeah, and it's funny because there's like. Oh, that's exactly what I'm doing during the pandemic. Like, that's how yeah. I wrote for The Daily Show during right. the pandemic. Back
0: to, back to square one. Yeah. How did, how did The Daily Show come about?
1: Daily Show is, um, well, a friend I met... Uh, well, There Sat- was a man
0: named Craig Kilborn. Yes. <laughs> well, and he uh,
1: impregnated Liz Winstead, and uh, The Daily Show was born. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I my friend uh, Dan McCoy, who I'd met doing sketch, like doing actually Saturday night, uh, Saturday Night Rewritten... Mm-hmm um we started working together doing sketch shows and eventually he got hired uh, and also his friend elliot kalin our friend mm-hmm. elliot elliot kalin worked there and so when dan got his writing gig i think 2010 he recommended me
0: because oh, we cool.
1: we'd just had this working relationship nice
0: and, guy uh, yeah i was like <laughs> why
1: thank you very much sir
0: <laughs> Uh, so that's how they heard about you. You already yeah. had a man on the inside, I guess.
1: Yeah, a couple couple friends on the inside. They vouched for me, and uh, I submitted a packet. Mm-hmm. Worked my butt off, you know, just, to, uh, just had to stop doing stand-up. It kind of felt like being in detention, you know? Yeah, for sure. Just giving all your time to it, and...
0: How many packets? Is it just one in that, or... It was two. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then one's, two. like, a timed one, right? I think I... I can't remember mm-hmm. if the I've done one for The Daily Show, or if it was mm-hmm. one... Another one I did that was kind of like that. Where yeah, they, they the was, second like, it's like a round. Timed, yeah, it's like a... Now you got 24 hours 100%, turning around, right? Right, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And that was uh, the most miserable day of
0: my life. Yeah, that's fucking stressful.
1: Yeah. And it was like... I really learned a lot about myself and how I deal with stress then, because it was like... You would think, oh, I'm, you know, he's writing 24 hours. And really, it was like maybe 10 hours of writing. And the rest of the time, just me and my little bed being like, I'm fucked. I am <laughs> totally <laughs> fucked. I don't know what to do. I'm fucking this up. Like, I'm just like, what is going on with me?
0: I know um, a lot of, I know a lot of comedy writers for like for the late night shows and, and then for, for when they're writing stand up, like to put on headphones with just mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, lyric lyricless music. Are you in that realm, or do you want total silence? You put on the noise-canceling and just, like, silence, or what do you, what's yeah, your Yeah, no your lyrics, process?
1: no lyrics for me, definitely. I, yeah, I think I like quiet most of the time, maybe sometimes a little music, but most of the time I work better with quiet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, same. Yeah.
0: Just tough to find in this damn town, you know?
1: No, I know, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's crazy. Well, so you haven't been to The Daily Show to write in person there since the pandemic right oh no
1: we're we're oh, you back, are, back. Okay. it's sort of like a hybrid thing which is nice I mean, okay you know, getting a little bit of social activity and yeah and also some time at home
0: is the do you have your own office or is it like a bullpen type situation and you need to be like not distracted or like how are you uh i know some offices have it where everyone's in the same room or mm. or are you able to like you know like we were talking about like yeah put you know get it get Get the noise away. Are you right. able to do that? I guess, or
1: it's it's kind of like uh, you know we we have about like one or two office mates. Okay. you know, two or kind of like to what people when, people when
0: people hear about like SNL in the seventies, like that. Right, kinda, like, that's like, that's I'm sharing what, my office
1: yeah. with uh, Terry Sweeney. Okay, in, uh, actually, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that guy was
0: the person to
1: pop into my head of all the <laughs> SNL cast members. Wasn't even in the 70s. But, yeah, no, uh, I, I um, yeah, a lot of times now what we do is we do these kind of pod situations where we work with like two other writers and, which makes it more fun and it's like a welcome thing, just working with people like, yeah. and, and, pitching jokes out loud rather than just c- kind of right, writing right. Or them. Or
0: start on your own, come together for a little bit and then separate for exactly. a little bit. Was, yeah, yeah, I think that was the UCB mm-hmm. thing we did too. Right. Um, was uh, John Stewart, himself? because you were hired when he was uh, the host there, was he yeah. involved in the hiring process of you very much or like kind of removed from it or how much are you allowed to talk about?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, y- y- you know, you kind of have the people working, the writers and producers working underneath to kind of filter out, you know, what, are the best they think are the best packets for the show, and they narrow it down, and I, you know, they have to get John to greenlight the show. So I, you, you know, you don't get hired unless the host really likes your jokes. So, okay. so
0: yeah. But you went in, you guys hit it off pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I just I went in. It was so weird seeing John Stewart like in person, you know, like three dimensionally, Right. because <laughs> yeah. you're just like only, it's kind of like Beavis and Butthead where you yeah. only know them from the, the like, t- head on. Yeah. And you're like, wow, there's like a back of his head. That's yeah. so crazy. You either see <laughs> one side or the other side. Yeah, yeah. Just and like. he had a dog
0: in the office, right?
1: Yeah, he had a three-legged dog. Which uh,
0: leg was missing? Front? Uh, uh,
1: it was one of the front. Okay. I want to say the front left leg, but oh. don't quote me on okay. that. Okay, well, alright. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but there's his dogs everywhere. It was like I was like, oh, this is a nice place to work.
0: Yeah. How long were you there before he, you were there a couple of years before he announced he was retiring, yeah, yeah, two years, and uh, and then you've been he uh, like blames me, and then he's like, <laughs> I
1: tried to make it work with this cough guy, and, um, this is strange.
0: Yeah, all the SNL people seem pissed at him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna yeah. repair my uh, my image there, yeah, um, uh, but then Trevor Noah took over. Mm-hmm. How, how's it like, what's uh, what can you compare them a little bit? Uh, I, I mean, won't, what, I won't ask one who is, your favorite, what uh. is. <laughs> black and one is
1: white. Let me Excellent. see what else. Yeah, uh, one has a three like a dog, one doesn't. One has a five like a dog, which is do? um yeah, no, I mean they're, they're just, you know, they have different styles
0: of sensibilities, maybe too. Different or?
1: sensibilities. I feel like Trevor is is kinda more into, you know, like Race politics, mm-hmm. obviously, and and John had a real passion for veterans and veteran mm-hmm. causes. Veteran the nine eleven, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah and, right, exactly. Yeah. So just fair treatment of them, and so you know, just kind of learning what they like in terms of like a punchline and what you know.
0: Have you uh, found that? So I, I remember they used to use uh, use you quite a bit for uh, you know you'd be in like images that were behind John Stewart or that your voice your voice would be in things or there'd yeah, be something yeah. that you were like on screen for. Did yeah. you find that you you got used more for that kind of thing when John was there or now that Trevor's there or like about the same?
1: I feel like, well, when when Trevor got there, I kind of settled into being like the voice of Trump. Oh. Oddly enough. <laughs> Like I guess they they liked my Trump impression enough that like they had to do some sort of pre tape like yeah. like a Ken burden style documentary. <laughs> my my dearest Melania.
0: Okay, that's pretty good. pretty good. Man. Okay, <laughs> you know,
1: passable Trump. Uh, yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I've I've gotten. You know, I think I was with John. I was in a sketch with. Uh, Jessica Williams called Helper Whitey where nobody would listen to like the black person, but you have this help Helper Whitey come in and just kind of say what they mean and people will be like, oh
0: yes, of course. Oh, excellent idea. I think yeah. I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, any, like, any images that they put you into or that were like among your favorites?
1: Uh, there was one where Jon Stewart was talking about this congressman, Aaron Schock, who I think was caught like using taxpayer funds to go on vacation and people could tell from his Instagram and John Stewart's like wait a minute I, I have a I have a writer who does the same thing, and they, <laughs> he cut to me in a lobster bib
0: at, you know... Like Red Lobster? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Red Lobster, and she's like, Matt Coff, loving lobster, hashtag lobster, and he's like, I know what you're doing, Matt Coff. you're not out sick, you son of a bitch. Uh,
0: you ended up writing for the correspondence Dinner as well, right?
1: Yeah, for Trevor, yeah. Oh, for Trevor? For Trevor and and also Hassan, yeah. Okay, when was Trevor's? Trevor's was this year.
0: Oh, oh, no, yeah. yeah, right. So I'm I'm sorry, I was just thinking of the Hassan one. I didn't realize you also did Trevor's. Um, yeah. uh, how did the Hassan one come up though? That was like before they banned comedians from it, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was right. Like the year before um, Michelle Wolf, right? Was he the, I think he was the year before. Like the, he was the first Trump one, I think. I think so. Yes, okay.
1: that that sounds right.
0: Do you remember when you got the ask, like where, like what was going on? Were I was you... actually
1: in Iceland. Whoa! Yeah, huh. it was crazy. What are yeah, you doing? what are you doing over there? I think I was on vacation, but I don't want to. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I usually just go to Lobster Fest for
0: <laughs> vacation. No, yeah, yeah, Maybe I
1: was on a work trip in the geyser. I don't know. But yeah.
0: I, heard they, I heard they have a big Lebowski-themed bar they there. They do. Yeah, did you go?
1: Yeah. I, I went in. I was like, I get it. And then I left. <laughs> I didn't really. I was like, I guess I could order a white Russian. But, uh. it's, it's They're what, not great drinks. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's, it's a little, it's it's, a little it's
0: much with the dairy, you know? It's a dessert. Yeah, It's, yeah, yeah, it's a dessert. It's yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. a boozy <laughs> dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, speaking of taste and smell, uh, this is a great transition. Yeah. Uh, you have, uh, and, I, and the pronunciation is a little uh, phantasmia, phantasmia. Is that what it's called that you have? You have like a. I, a, I call it phantasmia.
1: phantasmia. I don't phantasmia. Don't know that's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's phantos, P-H-A-N-T-O-S-mia, phantasmia, phantasmia. So tell us what that is.
1: Phantosmia is
0: <laughs>
1: phantosmia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: uh, it became a it got a bit of a bump during pandemic. The pandemic oh, really? where people get COVID and they would get phantom smells, and that's what phantosmia is. Oh it's, wow! It's okay, it's like
0: yeah. So you were into it before anybody. I was yeah. I was I was an early adopter. Of <laughs> what are like some examples of like recurring ones that happened to you?
1: Like, it's such a hard thing to describe, but like if there's fresh cut grass, it would kind of trigger this peppery smell for days. But it's not like actual pepper. It's like kind of like the feeling you get when you smell peppers. It's the weirdest, most abstract thing. And I kind of thought everybody had. I just kind of assumed because I had it that everybody had it. And then years later, people were like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking
0: about. <laughs> then, so that's probably why you had to get the hell out of the suburbs, all that fresh cut grass. I know. I I was, like, to driving much. me
1: insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I have these phantom smells and I feel like they're very tied to like emotion. Like sometimes when I'm happier, it feels like a sweet smell. Oh, interesting. It's very or like,
0: weird. Uh, or, well, I know it triggers like memories, so like that's right. that's probably, I mean, that's, that's true of everyone though, I think. Like uh-huh. a, a certain sense, uh, you know, conjures certain memories, but that's like, different from what you're describing i guess
1: yeah it's huh. it's just so weird and i don't know why I, some people say it happens when you have a tumor and i'm like if i had a tumor my entire well, life checked? Uh, <laughs> i th- yeah i mean i feel like okay <laughs> like I, I mean i, I go for it's a physical <laughs> checkup every year and if i had a brain tumor i'd like to think that they would have are t- they doing cat
0: scans though at your physicals isn't that what would pick it up i guess Man, this yeah. would be really sad if this is if having this
1: <laughs> after the podcast, MacUp immediately died of the undiagnosed slow-growing brain tumor he's had since he was a kid. Uh, yeah, no. I Please mean, donate I,
0: to his GoFundMe yeah. until we get the money from suing his doctors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I think everything's fine. You know, I mean, I haven't had any massive headaches. It's okay. just this thing. Yeah.
0: yeah well, Not right. God would, Well, we're know. gonna we're gonna pray for you over yeah, here. Thank right? you. We but always like to end on kind of a weird <laughs> note, uh, a sort of a cancer ambiguity that's always fun roll plot twist yeah exactly it's a nice cliffhanger yeah uh, so na- what's the name of your album you got you got an album out yeah one album two albums three albums how many albums one
1: album okay. yeah it was it was right before the pandemic came out it's, it's called who's my little guy
0: before the pandemic mm. came out before the pandemic <laughs> dropped <laughs> yeah
1: oh yeah I have one pandemic that's out
0: you know work, working on another one so. <laughs> trying to figure out how to get phantasmia out there to yeah. everybody else you know <laughs> Uh, so, what's yeah. the name of the album, though? Who's
1: my little guy? Who's, Who's my, my little guy? guy. Yeah. So,
0: listeners, go check that out. Where can mm-hmm. folks find you on the social media? Matt Koff,
1: M-A-T-T-K-O-F-F.
0: Twitter, Instagram.
1: You got it. You on the TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. I no. mean, I am, but I don't. I'm not active on it. Okay. Maybe right. by the time this mm-hmm. comes out, I will have dominated TikTok. <laughs> right
0: now, people are like, I can't believe you're saying that. This yeah. must have been recorded forever ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and website
1: mattcoff.net
0: all right dot .net dot Koff, yeah. dot you .net you can just get a .net I didn't realize this yeah anyone 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 get anyone inter.net yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well Matt thank you so much for being here with us man thank I really you, appreciate yeah, it for having thank it. you this was a great time it's a lot of fun yeah, okay. yeah. Talking Schmidt is recorded at Burmeister Studios in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Opening music is by Greg Burmeister. Closing music is by Dave Hill, friend of the pod. Our intern is Jason Travis. If you like what you've heard, please like, follow, and write a review for us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you didn't like it, please keep listening to it, but keep your opinions to yourself. If you really liked it, you can find bonus episodes over on our Talking Schmidt Patreon page. Membership is just $5 per month, and it goes a long way to buy us the equipment and bourbon we need. Thanks in advance, and hope you're doing great.